All right, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. So do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell for notifications and new videos as soon as they go up, and of course, upvote the video himself or participate in the conversation by commenting down below. I'm here with Pratt Rogers. We're going to talk a little bit Ole Miss football on this extra video tonight. How you doing, Pratt? And doing great, Stephen. Appreciate you having me. Excited to be on. What's going on yeah. with you? Yo, this is this is a pretty big week. We started the partnership with the Grove Report this week and started doing all that stuff. And signing day comes out tomorrow, the late signing day yeah. period. So stuff like that. It's interesting. It's going. Good, good. No, I'm staying away, staying very busy with all this stuff. This is awesome. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to let you know, Chim Diono, um, was committed to Old Dominion. He's from Maryland. Um, visited Ole Miss over the weekend. Tell me, tell me what your thoughts are about Chimdy and everything's going on with him. Well, Stephen, the biggest thing for me is obviously uh, I'm not necessarily a talent evaluator of these high school prospects, but the biggest thing for me is that's been really encouraging for. Kiffin and staff, and particularly Coach Garrison, has been watching this prospect just explode. I feel like, gosh, no more than 90 days ago, he was not on anybody's radar. He was not on the map for anybody. Maybe a top 500 prospect, and now he's just absolutely blown up. And I feel like the Rebs were pretty in on him early, and you know that even if this is a prospect that we can't get in the bag, I feel like we were uh, coming down to the wire here to get these recruits in. Um, it's at least encouraging to be able to kind of find a diamond in the rough like Chimney. Um, and, you know, a couple of top, pro, uh, top schools are in on him as well. So we're at least aligned with, you know, Penn State, Michigan State, and super exciting to uh, hopefully get him on board. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited about the prospect. Um, like I said, anytime you're recruiting against those Big Ten schools and he's a Northeast kid, it can get a little bit weird. I guess he's more mid-Atlantic than Northeast, but you know what I mean. Um, but we'll see exactly what Chimdy does. He's one of those five players that Ole Miss fans need to keep an eye on, along with the commit from Diablo Valley Community College, the two edge players from Florida, and um, – the defensive lineman from Lawrence County in Mississippi, those are probably the five names that people need to know before tomorrow. Yep. Uh, no, I, I agree with that. And um, really kind of the thing for me about, uh, I know that we discussed probably a long shot with Chim D, but a uh, big body at 6'5", hmm. uh, even has a little bit of room to add some weight at 270 pounds. So, uh Hopefully, uh, some of these will start to land. It's getting getting towards the end, man. Yeah, it absolutely is. And I told people on my show all the time that like ninety percent of the roster construction at the before late signing day is done. It is the hay is almost in the barn, and there's going to be a small late signing period. There's going to be a small late transfer portal period, and then we will have the football season. Then we'll start all of this again. But prep before we move on to junior days. The fact that tomorrow is National Signing Day, that, that makes people remember what National Signing Day was. What is National Signing Day of what it originally was? What did that mean to you? 
Well, it definitely was a lot. I hate to be kind of a Debbie Downer about it, but it was a lot more exciting when I love the portal, all that. But it was a lot more exciting when you would pile on like 90 percent of your class in one day, Hmm. Um, you know, and always the drama of somebody coming in and dropping a bag for these, you know, high school athletes and coming out of nowhere and, you know, a great team like Bama swooping in and stealing somebody always being that out, you know, that possibility. Um, That was always fun. That's what kind of got me into keeping up with recruiting and the message boards and all the cool stuff that a lot of Ole Miss fans are all in on. It's, Kind of drama for guys, I guess, for lack of a better term. And maybe keeping up with the Kardashians for guys, Stephen, for all I know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, uh, to, to compare what um, – to compare, I think it's super exciting, but I 100% agree with you still that you, you're half-baked in your class before you get to tomorrow, if not significantly further along than that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So – to put it to be honest, the last weekend, maybe the last two weekends, you're starting to see schools have junior days, and Ole Miss last weekend was no different. They had several prospects on campus. Um, people are going to say Camarion Franklin wasn't on campus and he was in Tennessee, but the weekend before, Camarion Franklin was in Oxford, so that's that's not a um, big deal at the moment. But you're seeing Lane Kiffin with more of an emphasis on Mississippi high school. He's, he's barnstorming. He's doing the things that, honestly, when we said back in November he'd have to do, he started doing those type things. And part of that is relationships around the high schools in the state. And there's a wide receiver on the coast. There's defensive linemen all over the place. This class of 2024 has a chance to be a really productive one in Mississippi. What say you? Well, Stephen, you make a great point. One thing that – uh love about Kiffin is he is not going to take a kid just to take a kid. Uh, He's not going to add somebody who he doesn't think can be an immediate impact player. He's not going to add somebody because he's from Mississippi. He is there to create competition and win football games. And I think it's very conducive to that this year that, um, as we discussed on a prior podcast, that the Mississippi high school class this year is – uh, definitely a, a stout group of a top, you know, 10 or so players or very elite players. So I would not be surprised to see Kiffin dive into Mississippi more than he has in his previous, you know, three-year tenure, um, it's, it's just due to the increased talent level primarily. Um, so we'll stay tuned on that. I hope that happens. I like seeing these Mississippi kids end up in Mississippi, but Got to be a good athlete to get to Ole Miss, so we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in the class of 2024, anybody stand out to you besides Camarion uh, Franklin? I was going to say, obviously, Franklin's mm-hmm. got to be on everybody's number one. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm encouraged with guys like Braylon Burnside. He uh, He's not a huge prospect um, size-wise, but he's out of Starkville High, which – Everybody who probably listens to this podcast has a favorite wide receiver that went to Ole Miss from Starkville High and A.J. Brown. Um, Burnside's high four-star guy and um, would love to just see him get on board and pull an A.J. Brown 2.0 and kind of do the thing and 
good Oxford. You got to have a little bit of extra love for guys that spurn state like that. So um, he would probably be a, a prospect I would definitely be super encouraged about. Uh, Norreal Wright uh, from the coast and mm-hmm. Ocean Springs, somebody who's seemingly on board. Uh, you would probably know more details than I would on that, but everybody's been really encouraged kind of with the conversations that have been had with him recently. What do you, any, any insight on either of those guys? I think they're talking about the, <clears throat> the kid from the coast is, I think he might be on commit watch. I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that one. I could have my wires crossed, but I yeah. think they feel pretty good about him at this point. Yeah. yeah. No, I a hundred percent agree with you on that. So um, anyway, but those guys would, uh, Burnside and Wright would definitely be two guys would love to kind of kick off the class and uh, 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 commit early. Yeah, it should be nice. And the rumor is, like, the signing day is going to happen on Wednesday. And then we're like, two or three players are going to commit, like, Thursday fr- or this weekend or somewhere around there. So we'll mm-hmm. see how this plays out. But this year's – Centarian um, Perkins is absolutely Camarion Franklin. I mean, you go all in on him. You do what you have to do to land that kid. And if you could do that, the talent is in place for Ole Miss to make a run fairly quickly. I mean, he's a scary big deal. Um, Mm. And it's even scarier when you sit there and see Coach Saban in his high school walking the, you know, walking the halls with the police officers, you know, sitting in having to, quote unquote, uh, visit with him, you know, that, that really lets you know that this guy's the real deal and he's wanted nationally by everybody. So it'll be a dog fight for Kiffin and, um, we'll see what happens, but, uh, a great prospect. would love to get him. So we'll leave it at that. All right. Thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. It has everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. It's Locked On College Basketball. It's available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Now, Prep, thank you very much for coming on tonight, man. And um, we'll catch you up next week. That sounds great. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate right. it. Thanks, bud.